Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with his dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek. Monday, what do we got here, Shek? June 28th. I'm going to warn you in advance, there is a bird in my house. And, what? Uh, yeah, there's a bird in my house, and the whole family's freaking out. And I, I, uh, t- I tried whatever I could grab the towel. The the plan is to to you know capture it and then just of course let it go. You're not supposed to keep them, right? It's it's catch and release with birds in the house. I wanted to put a towel on it. I chased this thing down for 15 minutes, and I said this this thing is your problem now, people. So if you hear some screaming. Um, yeah, see uh, well, before could you be an, get any number of things. Yeah. How do you know? Maybe he'll be good with uh, doing the dishes or something like that. See how he fits in before you make yeah. a decision about whether or not he gets to stay. Maybe he sticks around. Maybe he sticks around. That, that'll be a first uh, having a bird as a pet in this house. Oh, also a first. I want to throw in. First of all, Austin Eckler. That's a first coming on extra points. Yes. Charges mm-hmm. running back. You have some n- nice words for him, Shaq. Your big prediction coming out of you for yeah, the Chargers don't, don't, this year. Don't don't spoil it for him. I, I got great news for him. No, you're going to spoil it for him. That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm upset about. But right. Um, well, all I'll say is he's going to Disneyland. I've said too much already. Oh wow. All right. Wow. That far. I didn't even know. I thought it was just AFC West. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a he lot. Can pre- to, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he and most of the Chargers can go there anytime they want. It's probably seven minutes down the street. But yeah. Anyway. Sure. It's not too far. Um, that's a first, Eckler. Bird in the house, that's a first. I saw my first no-hitter on Thursday, Sheck. Mm, I think, awesome. kind of. You take me through this. Let me do This is Dodgers-Cubs. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel Live, the whole staff went. Jimmy, nice enough to buy tickets. Everyone's to meet at the stadium. I think uh, most of the staff took a bus from the stadium. I'm further away, so I was like, no, I'll leave from my house. I say further away. I'm 17 miles away. And so I check ways, and it's a 7-10 first pitch, and 5-45 gets me there at 6-50. Now, I understand you get to the gate, and there's all sorts of craziness, and you'll wait like 20 minutes. I still timed it after parking. I thought I'd get there at 7-10. Check, I get in the car, 5-45, and the ways is moving, boy. 6-50, now 7-10, 7-30, 7-45. I get there. The last mile takes an hour. I get there at 8 o'clock. And they, I paid for parking ahead of time. Didn't matter at that point. They, I don't know if you know this. You pull into the stadium. You go immediately to the left. And then we went up this hill. I must have ended up in Sacramento. I don't know where the hell I was. But I was still another 20-minute walk from the game. I get there in the fourth inning. Now, I bet everything Dodgers because I don't care about these teams. I'm not a Dodger fan. I'm a Mets fan. I don't care about the Cubs. I bet the Dodgers. I bet the Dodgers minus a run and a half. I bet Bueller over seven and a half strikeouts. I bet Bellinger to hit a home run. He doesn't do that. He hits a he hits a walk off though Saturday, and I think he hit one last night too in a six run inning. I think the so, team anyway. to bet on now is the spider tax. That's what's been made yeah. pretty clear over the last couple of weeks here. That's the smart play. Oh my God! I wish uh, I, I I wish the Dodgers uh, Walker Bueller had some s- spider tack or something, but it didn't even matter because the team doesn't get a hit. Now, did I witness a no hitter? Because first of all, it's a three man effort. That guy Davies started it. Their three pitchers got through the nine innings and uh, they got no hits. But did I, first off, did I, it, does it count as a no hitter? And secondly, should the home fans be rooting for a no hitter if the game is out of hand? If, they're, if the opposing team has a shot to notch a no hitter, should, oppo- should the home fans be rooting for it? 
What are your thoughts? Now, first, first question is, yes, yes. it counts. Sure, you can say technically you saw one. Is it mm -hmm. something that you celebrate and point back to as one of the great things you ever attended? The answer is in your gut, Sal. The answer is no, of course not. But in my we, gut was six hot you, dogs, but oh, I right, see what you're saying. A, yeah, a heart yeah. and gut, figuratively, I'm I speaking. Yeah, I don't think you'll look back and say, like, that was uh, that was one of the great things I ever attended as a sports fan in my right. life. You already know that. So trying to answer that intellectually is, uh, is a fool's errand. Now, mm -hmm. um, should you cheer? Now, now we're talking about heart and gut kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course you should. The answer is there intellectually is it wrong to cheer for but you're seeing history if you're seeing a no hitter so of course you applaud it now if your team's in a in a a pennant chase and you're coming down to the wire and you need the the win then then you shelf that stuff but otherwise you're a human being after all right. so of course you must enjoy okay. seeing I a think bit that of was history. Right good for one. you I mean, yeah. I had money uh, again. I don't I'm not a Dodger fan, so it didn't the no hitter part didn't matter. I had a lot of money on the Dodgers. But once I saw they couldn't even get a base runner, they're not going to overcome for nothing like this would be pretty cool for the like you said, for the only oh, if no other reason, when I'm 70 years old, someone asked me, did you ever see a no hitter? I could say yes. Right. And, and yeah, that, but, you know, you, but, you know, deep in your balls that that's a lie. You know, I mean, you saw one oh, that I didn't see one. it, you know, like you'll say. I technically did. You're going to have to have that conversation. You may as well just say no to save yourself the two and a half minute explanation uh, of old man Sal trying to Interesting. Tell now, technically, I did. Let me tell you, that's not going to be any. Well, fun. the other thing is, like, I don't know. Maybe by the time I'm 70, God, God willing, if I get there, uh, a no hitter will be the equivalent of a home run. I mean, there's there'll be like 15 <laughs> a week because now there's now there's like three or four that get into the seventh inning every every um Almost a uh, week, right? So it gets crazy. Well, but that, that's uh, oh uh, up to the spider tack. That'll be uh, that'll be decided by that. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, by the time I'm 70, as you as you may recall, I moved up my date. It used to be 80. Then it was 75 years old. Now it's 70 years old. I've decided on uh, on a heroin habit. You know, is that, that what age, it is? Well, what are we going to do? You know, we'll, we'll be yeah. decrepit. You know, uh, what are we going to sit around and, and and wax about? Like, I once saw a sort of no hitter. It was three guys putting it together as one. But I didn't get there to the fourth. Because let me tell you about yeah. traffic, kids. Like, everybody's going to be like, shut up, old man. Like, <laughs> instead, just lay out. Take the take the spike and lay back and enjoy your uh, your. I do want to. I do want to give. Uh little props to LA fans. Like we, we get a bad rap that, Oh, you get there. Every, all the LA fans, they get there in the third inning or halfway through the first quarter of a basketball game. I've come to realize everyone's just stuck in miserable traffic. That's mm -hmm. it. Everyone has good intentions on when to get there. When the first pitch tip off, whatever it is, kickoff, but no, the traffic is so unpredictable. And my God, they were so understaffed there. They had 55,000 people. First of all, the Kimmel staff went from, you know, Jimmy's extra careful with the vaccinations and everything else. And you could hear his monologues dictate that, you know, all right. So this is we're on the very the liberal side of this. That staff was freaking out. They went from um, an audience of zero to an audience of 80 to 55,000 people in a stadium and in a, in a, a concession stand. You couldn't get anywhere close because they were understaffed. I don't know what the hell they did at that stadium. They got to pick it up there. But I was kind of laughing. Not that I was used to 55,000 people, but they were all putting on a drunk just to get used to the insane atmosphere that was Dodger Stadium uh, turned on a dime. But we are back. We are freaking back. Why? Traffic and I all. 
I the the Kimmel move of taking the entire staff to a ball game reminds me of oh, uh, yeah. the night that we went out to Chavez Ravine, and for yeah. some reason, the now late great uh, Leon Spinks, one time uh, heavyweight champion of the world, um, came along with us, and I have no idea why how he wound up in the bus ride over to the yeah. ball yard that night, but but he was, and he sat directly. He just so happened to sit directly in front of me. And um, and he stood up at one point and it was the thrill of a lifetime to be able to shout at him down in front, the champ down in front. <laughs> I loved it. It was uh, it was uh, it was a singular opportunity for me. Not unlike you seeing a no hitter. I got to tell the champ. That to, was it. To sit that was down. more was exciting. A, that was good. Yeah. He was. Uh, yeah, he was fun. He was uh, and he had those, he had no teeth. He really had. no, no teeth. They never grew in, Dave, uh, all those years. They never grew, and he had that crazy. He knew what to do with that smile. <laughs> Looked like a lunatic, but he was. I a was lot great. Of fun Can that, you that answer day. me something? I have a, a a quick question for you. Yeah. Did you happen to get um, your cousin's cell phone on Thursday night and send a text to me? No, no, no. He did that. That was Why? a Pittsburgh thing. There's a new writer, um, and his uh, and he's from Pittsburgh. And what I imagine happened is they were on the bus ride home from that Dodger game, and like I said. Somewhere uh, the mind altering, um, you know, uh, beverages or whatever. And uh, they must have been talking about Pittsburgh. And I think Jimmy was introduced to the term Yinzer. And uh, then so he's like, oh, this I have to check with Dave because the, the writer, I should say, is from Pittsburgh. And so then uh, he asked if you're a Yin or he called, accused you of being a Yinzer. Is that what it was? Dave, good for you, dude. Welcome to the Jimmy Kimmel world. That's <laughs> cold, Yins. That's an achievement. Um. I uh, I have a quick question for you before we start. His name is Keaton. Them. Keaton is the uh, writer. It's very funny. Oh, guy. you're yeah. kidding me. His what first name is Keaton. Yeah. You don't like that? No, it's like naming your kid Heinz uh, Ketchup or something like he's one of the greatest uh, exports at Michael Keaton, of course, one of the great exports oh, of, I of Pittsburgh, PA. Oh, I wonder. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, speaking of uh, tangentially about movies, um, I was flipping around like, oh, man, this Bucks Hawks game is feeling a little uninspired. What am I going to do to put a cap on the weekend? What am I going to watch when this is over? So I found myself flipping um, to see what was on direct TV that mm -hmm. evening. Very quickly. Make a choice here. You see before you laid out in a row, by the way, Moneyball, mm. Unforgiven, Gladiator, mm. The Exorcist. Spaceballs. What's the correct choice? Uh, there's, I mean, it, it's it's really rough because it's like picking your five favorite foods. Not that those are my five favorite movies, but it really no, but depends are, on the mood. It depends on what mood you're in. It's a pretty right? good murderer's row. Okay, let's call it Sunday really evening. Good. You're putting a cap on the on the on the weekend. You gotta go. You're gonna work tomorrow. Moneyball, Unforgiven, Gladiator, Exorcist, Spaceballs. I go Spaceballs just because I feel like laughing. I'm like, oh, I'm bummed. Here comes the week again. All right, I need to. I need to get a laugh. I don't Happy wanna... birthday, Mel Brooks. Just turned ninety five, or Is maybe right? even older than wow. that. Yeah, he's the first celebrity I saw in Los Angeles. I walked out to my car. There he was. I was like, Mel Brooks. He's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. How are you, Mel Brooks? And I thought. Boy, I'm going to see celebrities every day. Been downhill since then, but that was a, a good uh, interesting. There you go. There you go. Hollywood, yes. All right. Well, listen, we've all had that dream, Dave. Mm. You get into the stadium, fourth inning, no score. Oh, no, wait. Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. FanDuel Sportsbook 
You get more than one shot to swing for the fences because FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet does not win and it only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo live every Tuesday. $5 Dinger Tuesdays place a $25 or more wager on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in that game. $25 max. Yes. Do it. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook's number one in America. The app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game day. And when you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code extra points to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. All right, Spaghetti, we're going to bring you in. Eddie Spaghetti's been doing well on these um, Tuesday dingers. Now, today's Monday, most likely, if you're listening to this. Give us a Tuesday dinger, Eddie. Might not come from your team, which got swept. Wait, oh, my. By the I know Red he's going to do it, but oh, before he opens oh. up, Sal, let's make our yeah. little side bet here. Is Eddie Spaghetti, one, wearing a tank top, two, wearing a headband? You got to you got to thread the needle here. This is an exact that you can I'm going to say uh, uh headband no tank top, which I'm I don't go, think I've seen. I don't think I've seen on him that combination, but I'm going a little off the board. I'm going tank no headband. You're going exactly Reveal opposite. Reveal yourself, Eddie. Okay, spaghetti. let's say spaghetti. Here we go. Um, I'm sure wearing a uh, a John Starks jersey here. No. Oh, I did tank it. Top. I know my spaghetti. Huh? Look at him. <laughs> I, I have a pick for you, Sal. I have a dinger, and you're right. I'm not going to go with my team because my team doesn't deserve. To what the hell picked. happened to those They're, Yankees? My God, it's, it's just the most. It's the biggest roller coaster season ever. Actually, the team that just swept the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, roller Boston coaster Red, so. season. You mean just the, yeah. all down? It's all uh, yeah, roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. It it's the worst roller coaster. It, it, it has not been all down. If, all if the you've time. been watching, they've had some good, some some good moments. But yeah, they beat the, the team Royals. That just, the team that just swept them, the Boston Red Sox. I'm going to go with them. They have a guy, JD Martinez, who has been hitting a few dingers as of late the Sox are home on Tuesday in Fenway Brad Keller from the Royals is pitching against them with the almost 70 RA JD Martinez does have a home run off Keller in his career he's had seven home runs in Fenway this year to me he's a he's a good pick so JD Martinez JD Martinez for Tuesday I'm gonna give you a Monday pick check how do you like this this is what we'll give our Monday picks why not Because right, we're, we're on baseball, and then we're going to get off baseball. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to talk uh, to Austin Eckler. We're going to preview that Stanley Cup that um, I don't know who's excited about at this point, Tampa Bay and Montreal. But here's my Monday pick. And now, Shaq, you made fun of me. I, what I, I took a terrible team the other day, the Rangers. They won. Um, they beat up on the Athletics. They had no right beating up on them. I'm going Royals, plus 128 over the Red Sox, who are coming off and always an emotional series. Always emotional series against the Yankees. Now they play the last place Royals where 10 games under 500. How do they get up for this team that got swept by the Rangers this weekend? Uh, I will say, though, for the Royals, they took two to three last week from the Red Sox. Danny Duffy on the mound, a 1.67 ERA through 27 innings on the road. I like the Royals, plus 128. They catch the Red Sox off guard Monday. Also like the Sox under five and a half runs. But let's go Royals. Plus 128, the underdog in Fenway. What do you like, Shaq? All right. You inspired me to make a Pirates-based uh, baseball oh. bet with that pick last week, and I, I and I did hit on it. I told you to take the under right. with the Cardinals and Pirates on Saturday. That one came true, but it's diminishing returns, Sal, betting on crummy baseball teams. 
to win. It's sort of like uh, being a Clippers fan and uh, and waiting for the white guy with the bald spot to uh, to pull out the big game. This has been a recurring theme, by the way. The Jazz mm-hmm. had a couple of those guys. They're out of the playoffs now. You, the, betting on these guys to to save your hide is not going to work out. Um, as far as that goes, Suns laying five and a half series ender tonight. That's what's going to happen. The Clippers at some point. I mean, they're human beings. They mm. are going to recognize at the first sign of adversity on Monday night. If we lose this one, season's over. Good season. The basketball gods didn't smile on us. They took away our best player in Kawhi. Let's just mm. go home and pat ourselves on the back. And we, who wants to go through another game? And then, then we, maybe we have to come back. Ah, to hell with it. Let's start summer. The Suns roll on. The Clippers move on to uh, to the beach. Suns lay the five and a half. Tonight. Interesting. All right, I'm going Clippers here. Let's talk about really? this game now. I I don't know why. I want to throw that 84-80 game out the window. I don't know if it means anything for anyone. That was disgusting. Talk about, I, I would watch all, all those five movies you lined up instead of that game. Ever. I mean, that was just terrible. Five and a half, what, 214's the over-under? Uh, the starters were so bad from three. I think we were like two for 26 from three-pointers. The Jazz must have been watching. Like, what the hell happened it just seems like the the clips are so done that I want to I, I just I, I want to take him. Kawhi's unhappy with the medical staff. We're going to talk to Austin Eckler. I think he I think as far hmm. as L.A. doctors go, I think Austin Eckler would be like, ah, you don't have it so bad on your team, Kawhi. But I, I, Kawhi said that you know they should have detected the injury earlier, and then it became more serious. I don't know why I'm keeping this uh, thinking of this as a uh, positive, but I think the ke- Clippers keep this close. Don't bury Paul George yet. Don't bury Reggie Jackson yet. Uh, I like the Clippers uh, to cover that. But that, all right, you're going best bet there. Suns minus well, five and a half. Yeah, it's it's like I mentioned last week. I mean, how long I I admire what Reggie Jackson and company have done to to support playoff P here with mm-hmm. in, in Kawhi's absence. But it really is like trying to make money on the craps table by making place bets on the four and 10 it's diminishing returns. How long can that, how long can that work? You saw the difference that a guy like Chris Middleton makes. You need a one a when, um, your imperfect superstar can't carry the load all by himself. And you know, that you're already down to the Clippers one a in, uh, in playoff P. Um, yeah. So, 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 and also, by the way, very quickly talking about clutch shooting from the perimeter and everything else. We're really taking betting advice at this time on the sports calendar from a guy in a John Starks jersey. That seems <laughs> that seems like a like a, a, it's ironic. A, he's he's wearing it's ironic, Dave. That's what it is. Well, while you were at that baseball game, I should say quickly last Thursday night, I was out with Eddie Spaghetti and a host of other oh. uh, all stars, including our pal uh, Voice of the Chargers. It all comes together. See, Austin Eckler's superstar running back right. for the Chargers, Voice of the Chargers, Matt Money Smith, and uh, some others. And I were sitting around, and we got into it with this uh, Eddie Spaghetti cockamamie. Not going to watch the Giants. You say you were going to watch those other movies. I got Eddie Spaghetti's going to get familiar with those movies this autumn because he's not going to be watching any New York Giants football because he declared that if Tom Brady 
is wasn't talking about Jimmy G. He's not going to watch any Giants, and it looks more and more like he was not talking about Jimmy G. He Hold on, I, there, there's a whole other setup here. I, I, I want to get to something crazier that that uh, involves this Thursday night thing. But you, what you're talking about is Brady on the uh, LeBron show. What is it? The Barbershop? Is that what it's called? The Barbershop? The Shop? Yes. The, it's shop. the Shop? Yes. Brady was on. He said something about uh, he wanted to go to a team and they're like, sorry, we're sticking with so and so. And he's like that motherfucker. Right. And now you're right. trying to figure out which motherfucker. I don't think this is a big deal. I didn't think we were going to find out. You say there's a rumor. It's the Raiders. I read three other rumors today that it's someone out Miami or somebody else. I also think he might have been kidding around. But listen, this is the big thing. It was babyface Joel Solomon's birthday. I don't even know if we could talk about this before Eckler's do on in a minute. On Thursday, he wanted to go out with Eddie Spaghetti. Imagine having a birthday and your best option is to go out with a guy you've never met. And Spaghetti blew him off. He's like, well, <laughs> I got to do this podcast. I got to do this. And then he had a plan for the night. He said he was going to the movies. And what happened, Joel? This ended up being a lie. Oh, this is great. He went out with Shaq and, and Mike Money and uh, Matt uh, Money Smith. Eddie, I love that this came what, up. What is happening? This is oh, this is so perfect. I love this came up because you know exactly what happened. Yeah, Dave, do you want to share exactly what you did, or you want me to, to tell everyone what happened? I want you to talk about the fact that you showed up wearing a tank top. I was supposed to go out on Thursday night with my girlfriend to go see a movie because we're AMC, you know, stud members. We 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 pre-planned movies to go see them. Whatever you pay like thirty bucks a month for them. <laughs> right. Stud uh, members. Dave, Dave, Dave. That's what they call it. Started a group text with Matt Money Smith and Handsome Hank about recording a show remotely on a task cam. Uh, and he did uh, not include me, the producer, in the text message. So that uh, day, I thought you he was were like, on it. He said, "Are you coming to the farmers market at at six p.m. to record?" And I had zero idea what Dave was talking about, <laughs> so I had to cancel my movie and then try oh, to scramble. Man. And I texted Jim as proof, trying to find a task cam, but apparently Dave has Jim's task cam. And then what the guys end up saying was, "We'll record another time. Just come meet us for food because uh, I already canceled my movie." So that exactly, is exactly Jim. What all right, two about. things because Austin Eckler is now in the waiting room. Uh, Jim, uh, is that does that alibi stand up? I mean, it, it could be just to throw everybody off. So he had something to say for Monday. Did he text you? And Joel, is this a, a sufficient enough uh, apology or an excuse? Oh, that Dave would forget to tell the producer that they had a show to record uh, the <laughs> night of the show. Yes, I, I agree with Eddie. Uh, he's uh, he's off the hook. That makes. I'm sense. like the aforementioned Michael Keaton. He's my uh, he's my city mate, and we think alike. I'm like Billy Blaze Jowski, um, in in, uh, in Night Shift. I'm an idea man. I'm not here. Eddie, to, like I throw out the ideas. I don't care. I'm not. Eddie I'm not here for twice. the cross the T's if and you, dot the eyes. If uh, you ask if you ask me, Eddie won twice. He got off the hook. Uh, going out to dinner for my birthday and also seeing Cruella with his girlfriend. Dave, excellent job by you. But how what pathetic a, is that by Joel? That's his birthday option. Oh, like, I such go a collection with, of losers. It really <laughs> is a cascading I love, I love spaghetti, but he's, he's never, he never met him before. He's like, oh, what do you want to do for your birthday? I want to go out with Eddie Spaghetti. All right, sweetheart. Uh, okay, whatever you want. <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti, got- Eddie Spaghetti was doing parlor tricks like eating entire pieces of pizza in one bite. And I'm not exaggerating <laughs> to the to 
to the palpable disgust of his girlfriend. Okay. I mean, like, look at this. And he would just take a whole piece of pizza and he ate the whole thing. And, and, and his girlfriend just thought you could see her just looking at her life. What was awaiting her for the next 40 or 50 years if she sticks with this thing or or six months when he drops dead from from a, a heart attack. But either way. All right. So that's great. So we know there's at least two events that Spaghetti would rather attend than Joel's birthday party. Joel's uh, trying this last minute slap together birthday party. This is good. I like it. Joel, you accept it? You accept that as good reasoning? I, I really thought that if I had gone out with Eddie, then my, the rest of my year could have only gone up. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's just going to get worse. This right. has been a little bit of a slow burn for me as I process all the information here. Um, I, it, but what it results in is where it usually does is me being offended. Why was I not invited to any birthday? Oh, that's interesting, too. What, what the hell? Eddie Spaghetti Why gets did the you invite? pick Spaghetti? I love spaghetti, and it, it would it would make for a fun uh, night out. But it, it's just interesting that that was your go to. Look, uh, Eddie and I have bonded over a certain podcast that we do for the network that uh, is is a, a constant moving uh, ball, and we've bonded. And Eddie, <laughs> he really knows he. If you follow him, he's constantly posting great meals. On Eddie, oh, I see. on extra oh. points, I think Eddie has the best time. Eddie is is out. He is living like eating, eating. Mm -hmm. he's at home, he's eating, at the beach. he's working out, eating, uh, he's at the game eating. And I figured it would be I, I, I wanted to finally meet him and leave it to Dave like he does everything to screw it up for me, even when he doesn't even know he's screwing it up for me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that's good. So you wanted to work out with Eddie and it didn't it didn't, uh, in fact, work out. That's sad. Uh, all right, these uh, basketball series that we were just talking, Clippers, Suns. Now, this is out of hand, odds-wise, right? Suns minus 3,500 to finish off the Clips. Clips 14-1 if you think they can make the improbable comeback to win three in a row here, 14-1. The other side in the East, my God, the Bucks. all of a sudden. I think the last time we left off, the Bucks had lost game one. They are up seven with a couple minutes left. They lost game one. And then game two over the weekend, they had a nice Friday, Sunday shack here. Friday, they just demolished that uh, that Hawks team. It was never even a game. All the starters were out. In fact, gambling-wise, all the starters, if you bet their overs, you lost, even though they scored a million points because somehow they, they sat the fourth quarter and some of the third quarter. So that is definitely a pitfall for some of these um, these player props. So then they win mm -hmm. in uh, going, going away Friday. Then Sunday... They're down like 12-2 yesterday, something like that. Uh, they're down about five points with six minutes left, seven points with six minutes left. A furious comeback led by Chris Middleton. Nice job by him, he and Giannis. And all of a sudden, they're up two to one, and they're minus 1,500 to win that series, plus 870. Trey Young now with a sprained ankle, which people now can, I guess, ignore the hair and focus on the ankle. But how do you see the rest of the series shaping up? Well, it's over with, I I, mm. I feel like. And, you know, when when the Hawks sort of are limited by when there's not a, a go to number two score behind Trey Young, they it, it it's starting to get watching last night in the second half when they needed a basket in, in the last, uh, you know, six minutes of the fourth period. And it's all Trey Young. And, you know, he's the only person who is a, a is a good bet to uh, score on any given trip. That's that's a bad formula. I mean, and and in the meantime, there was that moment in the fourth quarter where they were kind of trading, or maybe it was late third, where Trey Young and Chris Middleton were trading threes and, and remarkable perimeter shots. Um, 
And, you know, then you realize like, oh, yeah, Middleton's not their best player. Giannis is, and he's already filled it up. He was a non-factor in the fourth quarter, but Trey Young is the entire Hawks team. It started to feel like there. Yeah, the Bucks should finish them off. I here. thought McMillan might have been out coached for the first time and, and hmm. that I had seen over that. Well, you know, you, you get in that trouble with, with Collins has four fouls and he's been a force this this uh, these playoffs and this series. So he gets four fouls. When do you bring a guy back? Math wise, I think you could bring a guy with four fouls back with three minutes left in the third quarter. No, he went on and on and he was out mm-hmm. and and, uh, and Capella didn't play the entire fourth quarter. So um I don't know where you you know not I know you need points there but you sort of need a defense like Middleton was just going nuts there too many easy opportunities and uh now the Bucks are up to one kind of in the driver's seat they at least won home court back which brings us to our crown on the court awards Crown Royal believes being a royal fan during the playoffs means staying safe generously supporting your community and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team that is how to be a, a crown on the court my crown on the court goes to those Milwaukee Bucks and Chris Middleton, 28 points, huge, huge game. Might be enough for me to forgive the fact that he spells his name with a K, but we'll move on from that. He and Giannis are the first pair of teammates to each record 30 points and 10 rebounds in three games in a single postseason. They keep it going. The Bucks, they say they're the best team remaining. I think they might be, Shaq, in, in a in a postseason tournament that very rarely yields a team that cannot embarrass themselves one day after another. I think the Bucks are the team. They're the healthiest. They might be the best out there and they win my crown on the court award. Who are you giving yours to? You're upset with uh, Chris with a K. How about Drew Holiday? I kind of like it though. Uh, Drew <laughs> J. I'm a, what, what a, what a spelling of Drew, but Drew, anyway, yeah, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't even say Giroux, right? Oh Drew. no, I I drew yeah, it's, it works. It's airtight. I love it. Um mm-hmm. I uh, I'm going to the Suns are the best team remaining and they will Ooh. end up cutting down the figurative if not literal nets, which is something they should do is cut down the literal nets. Um I do tip my hat. We will forget about this. The world moves fast. Um they we will move past this Clippers run here and focus on the Suns and Bucks soon enough, but we do have to honor the Clippers. Kawhi the weight of embarrassing history, decades worth of it for the Clippers in L.A., San Diego, and all the way back to Buffalo. Um, this has been a noble run, and playoff P has shown up even without Kawhi, but also Reggie Jackson, a shout-out. Mr. June to you. He has elevated his game, obviously, with Kawhi out. He's had to pick things up a little bit. It's going to be diminishing returns. Is he good enough to carry the Clippers to the finals? No, he's not, but still a great run, averaging well over 20 points since Kawhi went down. I think he's a good bet to go up over 20, maybe even 25, if you want to have some fun with it, but with those uh, with those Reggie Jackson, I'm talking about the the Clipper, the uh, Yankees, uh, an homage to the original Reggie Jackson. I think this is a great run for Reggie Jackson. I tip my hat to you. Good run, fellas. A job well done. Just not enough to vanquish the Phoenix Suns. Well, I'm a little worried now because that's my player prop pick. I love Reggie Jackson. Over 19 and a half points. Five of the last six games, he's gone over 19 and a half points. Three of the last four on the road, and the one he missed, check. Landed exactly on 19. Averages right. eight or nine threes taken, and he makes a lot of those. Makes a bunch. So I think that's a nice For plus odds, though, prop. you got to go up over 25 to, right. to, to get the plus odds. That's the so way to make, do it. So make that bet if you want to do that. But I do like the uh, 
the the Suns laying the five and a half here tonight. If I, anyone's I think gonna the Clippers and, Yeah, I think the Clippers at some point will just be like, ah, all right, it's late June. Long enough. Summertime. Here we come. That's it. Yeah. That's it for Reggie. Mr. October doing it in June. All right. Hey, crown your game day this playoff season and be sure to hydrate and drink responsibly. Do we have Austin Eckler here? All right. He's here. Our guest today, he went from being an undrafted running back to the top of the Chargers depth chart and has done more for the air guitar than Tom Cruise and Risky Business. Austin Eckler's here. What's happening, Austin? What's going on? I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. What, how's your offseason been? Have you been working out more or playing video games more? Be honest. Man, my offseason has been so busy between working out, between, you know, building my foundation, uh, you know, building a couple side businesses, video games, hanging out with family, <laughs> um, bought a new house. So it's it's been productive, that's for sure. Well, listen, I think uh, Dave Damashek here has some, uh, I think, bad news for you. You're going to see it as good news, but I'll let him explain it to you and then we'll we'll. Hmm. I will, it. but I, want, Go ahead. I, I have to tend to some business. Yes. Austin paid me a visit um, uh, about two years ago in uh, in the old studio. And I said, let me show you, because he was looking for a home. He had just moved to L.A., oh. you know, like from San, you know, he had moved up the coast. And I said, let's uh, figure out where the best possible place in L.A. County is for you. Where did you settle, Austin? You don't have to give the exact address. Unless yeah, give the exact to. address. Wow, I want yeah, to show up. Uh, no, actually, I'm in Irvine right now. <laughs> in Irvine, you settled, eh? Yes. Close yes. to the prax- practice facility then. Right, because they have practice facilities in Costa Mesa, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Now that that, that was just uh, so he ignored your advice. So what? What? So your your new advice that you're about to spring on him? Who who knows what this is? What he's right. going to do with this? <laughs> do, do you like the, Do you like to hear good things, Austin? Yeah, I would say. I <laughs> All right, like think, to hear good things. All right. Here's here's great thing for you here. Just with spoiler yeah. alert, the season you got like about what seventy five days or whatever until the season starts. Here we go. Spoiler alert. Congratulations! Uh, congratulations, Austin Eckler. And the Los Angeles Chargers, you're going to the Super Bowl to play the L.A. Rams in all L.A. Super Bowl in the L.A. Stadium. How does that feel, man? You did wow. it. From undrafted oh, free agent man. to a Super Bowl participant. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Okay. Coming up about six okay. months from now. Let's go, man. Hey, I mean, if that if that's the case, bro, that, that place is going to be rocking with the both L.A. teams up in there. That would be insane. I couldn't imagine. Um, obviously it's the goal to get there every single year. I don't care who we play, but if it was LA versus LA, wow. Talk about, you know, a battle for that, that just area. Yeah. All right. Well, Austin, a couple things about this. Well, first that's a bombshell for me because, uh, Dave's been squawking about the, the chargers to win the division, which would seem like a a monumental task enough with the chiefs. Uh, you know, they made to the super bowl two years in a row, five to one odds to win the division. And now he says, you're going Right to the Super Bowl. My goodness. Now, the bad thing about this is Dave has been horrendous with his picks here on Extra Points. Really, really bad. Like 90% bad in the last, um, I don't know. That's because there hasn't been football for me to pick. This is where I turn into Neo when the football games start. Damashek's like, Neo, boop, 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 boop. Here's what's going to happen, everybody. Then it happens, Austin. There you go. Let's do it. Hey, I'm on board, man. Hey, I can't tell you. We're going to go to Super Bowl or anything like that, but I can tell you one game for us is one game at a time, right? That's the mentality. One game, win this game, and then we'll see what happens after that. 
Let me ask you, Austin, this is, um, I know the answer you're supposed to give and, but I'd appreciate the answer that you truly, that, that really in your gut you feel. Now there's, there's rumors about Aaron Rodgers getting traded to Denver, another monster quarterback in your division. Most people would say on other teams in the division, be like, you know what? We welcome any challenge, all competition, all that stuff. Please tell me you don't want Aaron Rodgers in the AFC. Bro, I, bring him in, man. You know, bro, you know <laughs> oh. how sick that would be? That'd be so – I think it would be so so cool just because, like, if, if you're winning in our division, like, that shows you're a legit team because we got some just high-profile, you know, high-operating just, you know, offenses in this in this system in our division. And so if you're actually winning games in our division with, you know, with Jay Herb uh, and Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers in there as well, you know, we got Derek Carr's too. Um, but it's just like, man, like our division is legit, right? So if you're coming out of division, you're coming out pretty strong in my opinion. So I think that'd be sick just to have uh, all that competitive nature there. We're I don't like, man, that's what we want. I don't like Sal, you know, my rule here. It's yeah. a standing No jive. We don't like jive here. And, yeah. and Eckler is here go, to man. jive. He's here, he's here to play, to, to do hey. jive talk. And, and there's no way you want that. You say if you win games, and but you won't win games. If you have Aaron Rodgers and Patrick <laughs> see, Mo, see, how scared. You can't tell me that. You, you got him winning the Super that. Bowl, Shaq. What are you talking you about? Gotta, you got to live right. in my shoes. Live in my shoes. How did, how did I get to this point in my life? It's because I stepped up to the competition. I came and you know overcame opportunities. And so that's what it is. Hey, how are we going to get to the Super Bowl? Well, we got to prove that we can beat the best. If we can't beat these guys, we're not going to the Super Bowl. But so for real, bring him I, in, let's go. I love it. I do love the mentality. Of course, that's one of the many reasons I could never be a professional athlete because I'd be like, uh, I don't think we're going to be as good as the other team. Like, that would be my way the whole time in the locker room, depressing everybody around me. But what is it really like in the week of a Chiefs game or, you know, game day? Do you, do you guys kind of have that conversation about? This isn't just another game. Obviously, they they have kind of run this division. But beyond that, practically over 60 minutes, like it's not going to be enough to put up, you know, three touchdowns. We must we must anticipate shootout. And we do you feel that added pressure of like we got to score pretty much every time we get the ball if we're going to win this game? Absolutely. We got to talk about it. There's no hiding it and saying like, oh, you know, Pat Mahomes, you know, it's just another game. I mean, to us, it is just another game, but it's, it's the mentality coming in like, hey, we know they're going to score points. We have to keep the ball in our hands and score and then make right. their time of possession go down, right? Like, we understand, hey, this guy's get paid so much for a reason, right? So we have to come in there to control the game. If he gets the ball in his hands and he controls it, pretty much a wrap from there. All right, but here, I'm going to put yep. myself in your shoes. You said put yourself in my shoes. I'm going to do it. Austin Eckler catches an 80-yard screen pass, goes for a touchdown with 140 left. The Chargers are up four on the Broncos. The quarterback is Drew Locke or the quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Your relation, your relation gets tempered by who's t- getting the ball the next time. No, you're saying no. No way. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah. If Aaron, okay. they, they, got a, they got a real chance. I'm, they're a lot more confident with Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, playing uh, quarterback. Well, I mean, I am at least just from history than uh, Drew Locke going down, even though they did, you know, beat us in the last second, you know, score last year. Uh, the Denver did. So, yeah. Hey, Salty taste, man. Hey, it doesn't matter. If we just got to put ourselves in positions where we're not in those close games, right? We were beating Denver by 21 points last year, and they beat us on the last play of the game. That's right. On a game, on a game-ending drive. So we've been there, done that, been there, lived it. So, yeah. 
it hurts. It definitely hurts. But uh, you know, that's why we look forward to this next year, new opportunities, new uh new chance to to redeem ourselves. You and it is a new, new opportunity. You have a you have a new coach, right? Brandon Staley. What uh what, oh, yeah. how, how much interaction have you had with the coach? It's all all still a weird thing with the COVID protocols and everything else, but have you uh I'm sure you've met him, but uh how are things going for uh with no, all no, this? Oh, I mean, as far as as far as rules is with the team, we can all pretty much be together now. Nice. Um, you know, we're encouraging people to get uh vaccines just so we can have just more safety but uh, you know we have ways if you're not even vaccinated to you know get around the building um mm-hmm. and operate and so coach day has been around making sure he re- creates a relationship with all the guys uh which i really appreciate that as a coach because then it just allows us to really care about what he's saying a little bit more than just like oh he's my coach then it becomes like oh he personally knows me like he's caring about me he's asking me questions about my family stuff like that and then it's not just like a business relationship and so i think that's it goes deeper especially when it's deep in the season when it's like man, we're getting tired, but it's like, hey, coach cares about us. We care about what his message is. Um, and we could just keep going and actually like be a little bit more mo- motivated. There you go. I, I imagine you guys, uh, you know, it, it's it's a tough thing, a uh, needle to thread that you don't want to obsess over injuries and everything. But of course, that is the story of the Chargers over at least the last half decade, if not more. It's like, what happened with Phillip Rivers and now it's transcended like that the football gods are so vexed with the with the Chargers brand but do you guys I mean does Staley come in and like let's burn sage like 2021 is an Hmm. is a new era because it really is the limitation of these Chargers I really feel like your defense could be nothing short of the best in the league if you just can catch a break health wise and with uh, year two of Herbert and you and all the rest of the weapons there, I really think the sky's the limit. Is there a discussion about like somehow changing the approach to things? Cause it's a weird trend that's gone on for many moons. Well, they have the best doctor in the business. So they don't have to really worry about that going forward. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no on. comment on that one. But yeah, no, <laughs> Coach Staley's, Coach Staley's coming in, man. He's like, we got to get healthy. Like we had half. Like it was, I think it was over half of our salary cap on IR or missing games last year. And it's like, well, you're going to lose, you're going to lose consistency. You know, you can't just replace these pro bowl high paid guys. Like that's not how this works, right? They get paid for a reason. Um, you know? And so like, even before the season started, we lost Derwin, we lost, you know, our starting center, Mike Pouncey, you know, out, not, did not play down the entire season. So just like consistency in, in our, in our playmakers was low. And for us to still come out and be like competitive in these games, it just showed like, Hey, like. We got the real deal, especially a quarterback uh, on offense and even defense, you know, sticking in there. Um, so it's like, yeah, we've changed our offseason stuff. We got a new uh, strength and conditioning coach in Mondo, and they've really been just making an emphasis and listening to what we have to say. And what we've been saying is, hey, get us healthy. Like, keep us healthy. Do not overwork us in this offseason. Get us to the fall where we can start working where actually it actually matters. Because, um, yeah, it's brutal. Injuries, you know, just destroy teams. You know, you, you saw last year, too, I think the 49ers were – a big, another big team that had a lot of big injuries, you know? And yep. so it's like, how do you keep people healthy? You know, it's impossible to keep everyone healthy in this sport because it's so violent, but you got to try to do as much as you can. I think uh, we could have done more last year and I think we're doing it this year. So we'll I, see how it plays out. I, we're having fun here. I don't want to take this to a dark issue, but I do want to talk about fantasy football and let's, go. let's do it. You get a $200 budget. How much should I spend on Austin Eckler? $200 budget. Now, but again, remember what See, I said earlier. No jive, yes. Eckler. Come be, be, be legitimate. Oh, yeah, $200. no jive. Be reasonable. <laughs> See, 
so I'm, I'm not really familiar with that platform. So you have a $200 to fill out your entire team. So let me say, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, Shaq, help me out here. You're nine starters, nine starters. Uh, uh, the number one, like Derek Henry probably went for about 65, $70. I spent $70 on, um, Alvin Kamara last year and he was worth every dime for his uh, 17 touchdowns in the championship weekend. Yeah, for sure. What you sure. Eckler is a good office. investment too, generally speaking. Yeah. Ah, I, I, is your running back usually the highest paid in this? Uh, yes. Or the, is your the, the top running backs are the highest paid. Yeah, the quarterbacks because there are so the the drop off between the top three and then the next ten isn't so great. The quarterbacks could run in the three five dollar range. So good fantasy running dollars. backs are like gold. Oh yeah, they're like gold because you're because you're rare. Austin Eckler right. is a rarity and therefore well, worth look, top look, dollar. Look, I can't, I don't know, I don't know enough about that to put a value on my head, but I'm gonna tell you this. Yeah, I'll tell ahead. you this. Like Coach Staley and then Joe Lombardi too are trying to give me the ball. They're trying to give me the ball. Hey, let's Ooh. get Eckler the ball in space. So I'm gonna let you know that I'm gonna be catching passes. Obviously, I'm gonna be running the ball back there. So there's if you're a PPR man, oh like I've been gold for the past year. I would have been gold last year too if I didn't freaking blow my hamstring out. Um, you know, I was killing it. And so, Hey, it's coming back new opportunity. So I would say I'm pretty highly valued as far as just part, just like efficiency and actually like getting you some points the weekend, week out, as long as I'm healthy, as long as I'm on the field, uh, you're not gonna be disappointed. You know, I was just going to ask you when you mentioned PPR, how many players are familiar with the term PPR? Would you say, because that's a fantasy specific term points, per probably reception. not many. Yeah. I, I wasn't really familiar with it until about after my second year. I was like, what the yeah, points per reception? Right. Yeah. And so all, all these checkdowns I'm catching all the time where I, most of my routes are run are checkdowns. And so, boom. All right. Herbert has no one down the field. He's either running or throwing it to me and I'm running for, you know, other 10, 15 yards. That's like two and a half points right there. Right. And if I do that 10 times a game, it's like shoes and plus my running and I get a touchdown that game. Boom. That's mm-hmm. a 35 point game for you. Well, you Let's mentioned go. the offensive line has not been strong, but now they really loaded up this offseason for you. Austin yeah. Eckler ready to roll and an extra game, 17 games. Are you going to guarantee 2,000 yards right now? Oh, go yeah, ahead. do it. Because do it, it would be an underachievement Bro, almost know, if you, you don't you get you it. No, I cannot guarantee it. No, I cannot <laughs> guarantee anything. You can't give any guarantees. Oh, I could guarantee you this. I'm trying as hard as I can. I tell my fantasy owners this all the time. Like, you guys, I'm trying as hard as I can to score <laughs> you guys points. Because by me scoring you points means I'm being efficient. It means I'm playing well. Right. So I, I'm out there. I'm trying to score you points. Let's get some points up, man. Let's do it. You know, Say I can so- score, you score points by wearing those powder blues and, and Shaq is the uh, uniform in here. But I, you know what? Uh-huh. Just just wear what, what's going to happen if you show up on the Would they just not play you? If you're wearing the powder blues and they're doing the the bold <laughs> and the and the and the navy and the yellow and everything else, you're like, no, these are my favorites. This is what I'm wearing. What what would happen? Yeah, They'd I'm, have to take I'm, you off I'm the field. I'm not sure. Tom would probably have a discussion with me, and uh, you know, I'd yeah. probably be on the traded board uh, the next week. Who knows? <laughs> you're too selfish. Who knows? Yeah, see what happens. Those are good looking. Them. Those powder blues. I know the navies are nice. I know a lot of the fellas like the the navy look. But let's not kid ourselves. That that powder blue might be the best getup in all of football, and it will be out there in uh, L.A.'s new stadium against the Rams visiting because you guys will get to choose that. Um, Say something splashy, though, to to confirm that you believe it's going to happen. Say Justin Herbert is better than Patrick Mahomes. Is that what you think? That's what you think? Hey, man. (laughs) Uh, Let me say this. I believe in my man, Jay Herb. We keep him healthy. I think he's going to be putting up – 
pretty good uh, fight against Patrick Mahomes, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be something to to definitely come and tune into and watch. Uh, I can't give any guarantees. I, ca- I can't guarantee anything, right? I can't guarantee tomorrow for anyone, myself included. Uh, I, I can guarantee it. the effort I put in and the the motivation that I have towards stuff. So. Broadway Austin. Joe, Irvine, Austin. Okay, I mean a little more <laughs> subdued, but I like. It. <laughs> Austin, before you go, tell us about the Gridiron Gaming Group. As far as I can tell, this is a group that helps other athletes build the infrastructure of their streaming platforms while creating opportunities for streaming crossover, channel development, and brand integration. Did I get that right? That's as far as, far yeah, as I Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah, a, simple, a simpler version is we're a group of just athletes, influencers that are just together. We stream together, do events. Um, do like giveaways for our community just to basically provide new types of content um, in the streaming platform. Um, you know, we we're continuing to grow and continue to do new things, um, starting to do some in-person events here in the future. So be looking for those. You can find us on Twitch. Uh, mainly it's just Austin Eckler on Twitch, but you can actually find us on Instagram and find all of our different Twitch pages um, on there. If you want to check us out when we're streaming and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us again, Austin. Good luck in the uh, in the regular season. I think Austin's uh, be close to he could be like a fifty dollar player. Shaq, he's going to get up there. He's getting a oh, lot yes. of touches. Hey, well, if you touches. give me for less, if you give for less, man, hey, there you go. You got more to spend somewhere else. You got a sleeper pick. Let's go. Excellent. I'm definitely I'm definitely going to be scoring you some points. Regardless. Beautiful, Austin Eckler, L.A. Chargers. Shaq picks him to go to the Super Bowl. I apologize for that. That could end up meaning four and thirteen, but. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun to watch. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You guys have a good one. All right. Take care. All right. See ya. All right, check. I think, uh, I feel bad for the guy now. Now he left that interview thinking, all right, not only do we have to win the Super Bowl because it was predicted or make it to the Super Bowl, but I'm now a $50 running back. My God, why did I even do that interview? Ah, <laughs> having no, second no, no. doubts. No, no, no. He's a free agent. They don't they don't light a fire under him. That's what you did. That's right. We told him, like, we're not gonna pay top dollar for you. This is the, the entire point of his career. He likes mm-hmm. that. He likes the doubters out there. But do you, Sal, doubt the veracity of his statement that he wants <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers in his division? I I I tried to break it down to a very specific instant. Right. Like, that was uh, a like, good one. Uh, like you score a touchdown, there's two and a half minutes left. I know as a fan, I wouldn't be as excited than if Drew Locke or Teddy Two Gloves was uh, taking snaps on the final drive. But he he stayed stayed confident. I don't know. Do you get an award for being in the best division? I don't think so. I think like- <laughs> I think that what's going to happen is Sal, and I mean this too. I think that there will be a game. I I forget why. I'm not sure when they play the Chiefs. But there will come, or the Broncos, and if Aaron Rodgers is on the Broncos, and if something, anything close to the situation you just described occurs, he will remember this interview, and he'll be like, that jerk <laughs> in summer said that, and now I'm thinking about that stupid comment from back in June. He will definitely think of that, and he'll curse himself for saying, yeah, I want Aaron Rodgers in that situation. Right. I think you're right. I don't know. Yeah. You plant the deceit. Just be careful what you wear. I also don't think he's going to Denver. There's more time passes, and he has what? It's unlikely that he opts out by the end of the week. I think he's Packers or he's not playing. Sal. That's my thing. We. This is by far, I think we agree, our most popular sport, and for good reason, pro football. Mm. And we don't know where two... Of the three, bat- the most important position in sports, the the QB, we don't know where Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers 
where or if either one of them is going to be playing this year. That's yeah. crazy. It's really I saw your weird. tweet. It is weird. I, and uh, how about this? If Watson plays, as long as we're talking fantasy, not a fantasy starter, right? If you're I, in a 10 team league, 12 team league, I don't I don't have that guy. Deshaun Watson? I don't you know, mean just if he, because he has no, but no good players or then something? The, or? No good players and the uncertainty of uh, if he's going to finish the season and morality, all, all that stuff. I, is he is he a top 12? You think so? Maybe I'm wrong about this. We What we need to do is, Sal, you know, it, it is, I get it that, and, and obviously I don't think we need to explain ourselves, but that we're not in favor of the things that Deshaun Watson has been accused of. Um, wait, I want to make sure I'm clear about that. I'm on the, well, anyway. Um, Deshaun Watson, um, is, is Watson going to play? Is Rodgers going to play? Or neither one of them going to play? Mm. It's, and are they going to change teams? There's much uncertainty here. I know. This is, it's a it's lot. really great. Watson could wind up in Denver. Well, I don't know. I think there's a lot. A lot would have to happen for that. Yeah. I mean, but you're right. First week in July we're heading into, and there's uh, there's so much up in the air. I'm looking at the Chargers schedule, Sheck. They, they go to, to a camp in like five weeks or whatever, and we don't know who's even going to be quarterback for two of the yeah. thirty uh, of the thirty-two teams. It's Chargers have some them. coin flip games, odds wise, right off the bat. I mean, that's what they're going to have to do. They're at Washington. I think there's already a line for that. Chargers are one point favorite when they're home for Dallas. That'll be less than a field goal. Um, they're at the Chiefs. They'll be an underdog. You know, mid range, four, five, six points right there. All right, versus Raiders, they'll they'll be a Decent size favorite versus Browns right there. Three and under at Ravens. Then they're an underdog again versus Patriots. Boy, this is tough. Tough. Eagles, Vikings, Steelers. I know I'm just naming teams. Don't do it. Don't play gotta, that game. Sal. You got to pull it. I'm saying odds wise, because we could put spreads on these. They're going to have to pull out a bunch of coin flip uh, games here to start off. Again, As you say, five and two or whatever. I know. Again, though, back to where we were two and a half minutes ago. There remains much uncertainty um, about these things. We have yet to begin the plague of injuries that is perennial. We don't know how the, it always it, it generally goes against the Chargers. But again, the difference mm -hmm. between the Chargers and the Chiefs and the rest of that division is the Broncos have have a potentially really good defense too. But look at what the Chargers go out there if they are anything close to full health, starting with Derwin James and Joey mm. Bosa. This could be the best defense in pro football. A couple of questions in the secondary, but set those aside and look at the at the whole of that defense. The Chargers, the difference is with a high-end offense on one thing, Justin Herbert's going to put up a lot of points for him. But in shootouts with the Chiefs, the difference maker is, is what the Chargers are going to throw out there. If they can just catch a break for once in terms of health, the Chargers are, even including the Browns, the best roster in the AFC. All right. Well, we'll see. That, that, I think that's why they play the games, right? That's what Chris Berman said. said that. Everybody says that. Let's now, you, you throw talks. Aaron Rodgers on the Broncos. I, that's another one. I mean, the, who knows what then? then it's Just really do it. I, the, he's got us hand, handcuffed here. I want to make futures bets, and I can't do it without Aaron Rodgers. I just can't do it yet. I got to know that decision. Um, Stanley Cup Finals. All right, Shaq, you got your wish. The Lightning ousted the New York Islanders in the barn. Well, in the barn, they won game six, and Mikey Meatballs was there with the parlay kid. Good job by them. I they love ended it. That was excellent stuff. That, that was excellent stuff. Well, muzzle tough to you, Sal, for the good deed. It, oh, uh, no. it, I think you got paid back in uh, 
in um the I didn't the, get paid the, back. What the hell are you talking about? Those guys, I don't those mean in money. I, I mean in oh. spirit of good oh, times and esprit de corps and getting to see your pals enjoy themselves. And you probably basked in that because you're a selfless soul. You're an empath <laughs> and all that. But <laughs> yes, I thought it was a great conversation with uh, with the fellas uh, the day after on uh, against all odds. I enjoyed that a great deal too. Um, well, here's the thing: we've asked is, some, we've we've asked some uncomfortable questions. Do you want to see the other team pitch a no hitter? Um, do you want to see Aaron Rodgers come in your division? It seems like easy answers. Do you want to see the last game at the Nassau Coliseum if it means your team not going on? Mikey Meatballs, let's put it this way: It's good if you knew. The Islanders were going to lose in the Stanley Cup to the Canadians. Would you rather have just seen the last game at the Coliseum against Tampa Bay in overtime win? It's a- uh, that's a tough one. Okay. Um, <laughs> if they were going to lose to the Canadians in the finals? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay, we're getting yeah. somewhere. We're getting somewhere, right? I think it's a weird question, Shaq, but I think – I think. Uh, you know, you got a ticket stub to the last game ever in an arena. Well, wait a second. I, I want to hail Mikey Meatballs from taking a break from whatever his assignment is on the USS Alabama. He's uh, 30 he, leagues under the sea in the submarine. Oh, he's on the uh, uh, what, yeah. what the hell is he doing down there? But, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the best thing, I've been listening to, to the parlay kid to talk yeah. about the, the different uh, perspective is so great when he's talking about and then and then uh, Maddie Martin t- gets a t- gets a garbage uh, two minutes for high staking. The other guy was bleeding. What <laughs> was a garbage By the way, call? You, I don't know what happened. Call. Why cut such a sissy you've become with the hockey? Like you want hockey to be forget the sticks. You wanted them to be playing with pool noodles and uh and 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 uh, not on ice, but maybe on sand. What happened to you? That Kucherov cross check. The league is split. I mean, fans are split as to whether that was dirty or should have even been penalized. At right spaghetti, right? I don't even think they were calling Did he that play? for that whole. Was he able to play the game? He the played rest game, of the game seven. I know he wasn't able to play in the game. I guess that was a, an injurious hit then. Wasn't well, there, there's also talk he shouldn't have been playing at all this year because well, of salary cap uh, manipulation there. But spaghetti, just I, I don't understand. Like a team blocks shots. They score goals, even getting shut out in the last game in game five. I still still think they were top three in goals, goal average per game. But I don't understand why well, you don't like a team that blocks shots and score goals. That ruins hockey. How does this happen? It's like I, the, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with Shaq. I, I mean, he's afraid of he thinks the only good style of hockey is just like watching the silky smooth Sidney Crosby uh, scoring yeah. a goal. Like no other team could match that that beautiful game that the, the Pittsburgh Penguins play. If, if the Islanders do, if the, the Canadians do it, it's a problem. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, sorry. We're, we're, I'll, I'll apologize on behalf of all hockey fans. Check. Sorry that we have to watch. I, I you know, you know that you know that that's a lie. And I know that as those words come out of your mouth, you know what you're parts lying a lie? to yourself. Which part? I would. What I would have loved is a Penguins Lightning. Edmonton Oilers and uh, Colorado Avalanche Final Four. That would have celebrated the best of the sport and we would all be happy. Instead, we get this dreck. Uh, Well, but you've watched hockey and you know over the last decade, the president's 
trophy winner has not, doesn't even make it to the finals or whatever the stats are for that. So you should be well used to this. No, the incongruity of thought is is yours, cousin Sal. You you like the fancy pants Dallas Cowboys. You like the you like that because they wore a star on their hat and their pants uh, glistened in the in the afternoon sunlight coming through. Texas Stadium because God was watching and all that crap and Roger the Dodger doing his uh, his curly cues in in the backfield and everything. Yeah, I I like might I like Braun. You know, might is right. I root for mm. the steel curtain, but there it, it comes to a point when you want to celebrate the best of the game. I also had Lynn Swan to enjoy. You see, making soaring catches up over your your overmatched yeah. defensive backs in the biggest games. In uh, in the '70s, Sal, that that was great. What what doesn't make sense is you not being able to like the Dallas Cowboys, but not understanding why I want for stars to. Be I can appreciate all shiniest. sorts of game. I'm not. Do you say like Syracuse shouldn't make the NCAA tournament because they play zone defense and that screws up the scoring averages for the best college players? Like I don't know. Like, Matter but, of fact, I do think you probably that do. Two, three okay. sucks that you throw that into right. the tournament. You're crazy. When person. they're the seventh best team in their conference and they get into the tournament all and right. for 40 minutes, no one's ever seen that garbage defense, and then it that all of a sudden they're in the Sweet 16 and yeah. we have to sing songs about Jim Beheim picking his nose. I don't know about singing. Let's just pick a winner here. Montreal at Lightning. Uh, Lightning tonight, Monday night game, minus 196. And Montreal, by the way, the biggest conference series upset. Was it a conference uh, championship upset? No. What, what would you even call that? Anyway, I think it was any series upset in the playoffs since 1988. They were, I mean... That Vegas team was minus 550. Am I right? I think that's what they were. Yes, it was the best. I told you about two weeks ago when they were, they had, I think, triple the odds, or maybe it was two and a half times odds, um, worse odds than the Avs had while the Avs were down a goal in game six that they needed to win to force a game seven and survive that series. And and the Avs still had better odds to win the cup than the than the right. Canadians had at the time. It was a, that was an all-time weirdo thing. Give me the lightning in a sweep. I think the lightning win tonight. Obviously, I think the in a sweep. All right. A sweep. All right. Lightning in a sweep pays six to one odds. I'm saying lightning in six. Uh, Canadians work their magic, but I think the lightning know how to play with anybody here. They'll play all styles. Plus 370 is lightning in six. Um, what did I do here? Oh, I, I bet a little on Vasilevsky uh, to win the Con Smythe award at two to one. Now, this Con Smythe is supposed to be for the playoffs, the entire playoff run. They spell it out for you. We, we, we do the NCAA tournament for uh, most outstanding, outstanding player. player. It's like, the whoa, mop. what is that? Is that for the finals? Is that for, like, you never get a straight answer. This is supposed to be for the whole tournament. I heard you talk about minus three. It's largely the con Smythe, but I feel like odds-wise, we've seen Tuka Rask, like, get shelled in the... Um, in the in the finals, but his odds didn't change much. You know what I mean? So I, yes. I don't know. I'm not sure what to think about this. I would go Vasilevsky uh, two to one. How about Braden Point, who broke his streak of uh, goal? What did he have? Nine in a row? How about how Hench and I both had that one? That I'm, was good. At some point, you have to call it. You have to bet against the run, and uh, Braden Point's okay. run did end. But if also, you, by the way, yeah, I also but, but said, if it yeah. is if it is the whole tournament and you're considering all those goals, plus 380 for Conn Smythe trophy winners is pretty good for Braden Point, no? Yes, by the way, uh, Pat uh, Damashek on the back, who said Yanni Gord was going to score a game seven goal. He scored the only game seven goal. That was a pretty good call to, to call the Gord good. goal by me. Um, 
So I, I, I turned my nose up at Sal's poo-pooing of my picks of late. They have been bad, but uh, but Damashek. I'm talking about on extra points. This is where if to you, turn if, the corner. If you made the Eckler pick on uh, minus three, if you made the Super Bowl pick, two here's Eckler, what that here's what I'll say. Story. But here I on like, minus three on I extra like points. I like the Vasilevsky bet, but yeah. what you're going to need to root for is to your point. Yes, it is theoretically about all four rounds. Um, and when you get a gargantuan go total that plays out over four rounds, that's what can hurt you. Now, well, how are the Lightning going to try to play it? Probably tight, scratch out a, a goal or two on the power play and survive the Habs here. Um, so I like the bet, but you better root against Braden Point getting two or fewer goals here over the course of this series. Because if he adds in, like I say, two or three goals, uh, over the well, next that's what I'm saying. I think games. I'm going to bet it also. Yeah. Oh, you think, are going to. Yeah, bet I think I have like to have that. both. I think I have to have both here. Now the Canadians will sweep. Now that I said all this, but I think I have to. And Victor Hedman, who won last year, is 26 to one. I know he's a little far down uh, the field there to win, but that's that that jumped out at me too. Or he go won. with Caulfield if you're going to go the other way. I mean, he's the one lighting right. it up uh, on the other side and the phenom and all that. And we have seen that specifically with Blue Blanque Rouge, usually between the pipes with Ken Dryden or Sean Burke or someone like that, or Patty Wah, or Sean Burke, of course, with uh, with with the Devils, but uh, Patty Wah, sometimes youngsters rise up in big spots here and, and steal that con Smythe. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe Caulfield can do that uh, this time around for the Blue Blanque Rouge and add another cup to their total. All right, I want to uh, we should get out of here soon because this bird, this dog here is coughing and sneezing, and I, I only assume it ended up eating, eating the bird that was flying around my house, but I don't... I don't know. So I'm going to have to look into that. But I want spaghetti and meatballs pick here. Spaghetti, what are we going? Stanley Cup, uh, who wins? How many games? Uh, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go with the Lightning and seven. I think they are just a better team offensively. Seven? But I think it's gonna be, yeah, but it's going to be an actual better series than most people think. I know that the Canes are pretty underwhelming this whole regular season and throughout the playoffs, really. But uh, having a guy like Cole Caulfield come in and play really well helps them. And uh, what's his code? Kanemiami. I can't really pronounce his name correctly, but he was their top pick a few years back and he didn't play the Leaf series. So they have been better since their coaching change. And Carey Price, if Vasilevsky does not win the Consumite, it's going to be Carey Price's trophy. So he's going to steal a couple games. It's going to be a really fun series. All right, Meatballs, what are you thinking? Yeah, somewhere to Eddie, except one less. I like the Lightning at six. I do think Price will steal a game or two, but uh, other than that, I think I like the Lightning. Did we pick all the game? We oh no, we we don't have Lightning in five. You should have taken uh, Lightning in five there, uh, Beatballs, and we would have had all of them. So Shaq says sweep. I say six. Meatball says six, and um, and Spaghetti says it's going the distance. And Meatball says I got the con. <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna get him. Jim's Jim's gonna send him his task cam, and that's gonna be it. Uh, I I'm, I don't want to talk too much about this, but the the postseason awards are still. You could still bet on these. Did you guys see these? Who's left? Well, no, the Vezina, the Hart, the Norris, and Calder. They give these out during the NS. I imagine they'll give them out one of them before the game tonight, and and before each of the when first did this four start? games. They used to have a whole ceremony. Did they well, change it just for this yeah, year this because year, of yeah. the weird Everything's schedule? Messed up this year. But the Norris Trophy is Adam Fox and Victor Hedman are head to that. They're it's a toss up, and the Vezina is a. Uh, is a toss-up. Eddie Spaghetti says if Adam Fox doesn't win it, he's not going to watch the Yankees for is the that rest right? of the season. Good for him. See, he's making good deals with himself. All right, there you go. Good point, bad point. Joel Solomon, what's the best point made today? 
Uh, my best point, I got to give it to Austin Eckler. He, he's very aware, uh, PPR, and uh, since coming into the league, only three running backs have more receptions than Austin Eckler. Kamara, wow. uh, McCaffrey, and James White. I, I love that Austin Eckler is completely aware that PPR is good, uh, not so much that he didn't know what an auction league was. So maybe uh, <laughs> that was the bad point. It's not auction Eckler, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a great guest. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. I feel bad, Dave. He has to now uh, suffer Dave's pick there. Oh, man. I hope he doesn't tell the teammates. I don't want to bum them out. All right, Jim, bad point on extra points. No bad points. Life is <laughs> good. Right. Eddie Spaghetti. Sunshine, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Dave, shut your mouth. <laughs> he said Jim. All right, there you go. Uh, Shaq, minus three. Going to hit it twice this week. Once with Hench at the end of the week. And then yeah. you got one coming up tomorrow. Correct, correct, and correct. Uh, looking forward to it. We'll let you know uh, everything that's going to play out here in the two finals that are out there, baseball and, of course, football. Sal, we're like 73 days, if my count is correct, from the from the season kickoff. It's right around Sounds the right. Guys are going to be right. in camp in, you know, and like I say, five weeks or so. Wonderful. By the way, here's what I do now. I don't know if you know this. I make uh, – I make uh, – index cards for each team right now you can see they're empty the only thing i wrote on the cards was the team and their record their 2020 record and then i fill it out with the coaches in the front office the names right and if they're new whatever guys coming in then i do the draft how each team did in the draft then i do free agencies pluses and minuses who they gained who they lost then i do schedule then i do depth chart over under wins projection and my over under wins pick it's such it's quite a process process check and i get done uh middle of july with all of it but these things will be filled what in hell what it's a stupid. weirdo gosh. right what Isn't a weirdo it this guy is <laughs> i do the same thing with uniforms but still you're a weirdo because I, I have know. to keep track of so many by the way that's the big news is that teams unfortunately it's delayed until 2022 yeah. but nfl teams can now wear different helmets so we're going to see Buccaneer Bruce back. I don't know if Brady's going to survive long enough to wear it, but the right. Buccaneer Bruce creamsicle oranges on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. Three words. Ooh, la, and la. That is going to be fun. Check out Against All Odds tomorrow, me and the degenerate trifecta. Joel, I want to get that guy who bet on himself, that MMA guy. I spoke with him. We're, we're trying to lock it down. Is that and, right? Uh, you spoke with him? Yeah, and I'm more, I'm working on getting you the uh, bird, the guy to come get the bird out of your house. I think that's uh, just have him get the dog, get <laughs> kill two birds and a dog with one stone. <laughs> there, uh, yeah, that's uh, all right. Let's get him on. Check this guy bet his entire twenty five thousand dollar purse, and not not an actual purse, but the the prize money he earned for the money for for fighting in the UFC and lost. Justin Jade. Long, and Pete Rose, Pete Rose got suspended for similar stuff. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't get it. That, that's what, what that's the ultimate statement you can make. I want I want coaches betting on their own team every week, like not even secretly, like making a public statement like, coach, how do you feel going into this game uh, uh, against the Cardinals? Like, how good do I feel? I feel seventy two thousand dollars good about. It. Yeah. I, I'm Except if you're Justin James, you're Justin James. You're not, you know, it's not Conor McGregor where he's got hundreds of millions of dollars from previous fights, right? He's he bet twenty five thousand. I don't know. Maybe it comes from like a blue blood uh, rich family. I have no idea. We're gonna look. All right, Joel, set that up. That's gonna be fun. Betting Academy, uh, Lemon Pepper Parlay. You got it. Laugh lines coming up this week. Go to extrapoints.com. You get free picks every day from the Degenerate Trifecta, Gen Piacenti. 
jumps in there, our friend Martin Weiss. Check it out. And a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.